Well, I'm on the winning side. Yes, I'm on the winning side. Hello, friends, and welcome to the Winning Side Podcast with Jeremy Coburnett, pastor of Victory Baptist Church in Roanoke Rapids, North Carolina. It is God's desire for His people to experience victory and to live on the winning side each and every day. We are so glad that you have joined us today and pray you will be blessed as you listen to today's edition of The Winning Side with Pastor Jeremy Coburnett. Hello and welcome to The Winning Side broadcast. This is not Pastor, but it's Brother Nathan here. And uh, Brother Caleb and I will be with you this week for The Winning Side broadcast. And uh, I hope uh, you're not too disappointed, but uh, I do have... Uh, something for us today on the broadcast. I have a word of the day, and uh, so we'll get to that in just a moment. I do want to wish a happy anniversary today to Chad and Savannah Langley. Happy anniversary to you. Yesterday, we had uh, birthdays of uh, Lisa Myrick and Julie Walsh. Happy birthday to you. And uh, then today, birthday man right here, Russell Jefferson. Happy birthday, brother. I saw you this morning and I didn't wish you happy birthday. And so I feel guilty now. Um, but I, I'm going to, I'll give you a call or a text today and, and uh, let you know I'm thinking about you. And then we also have uh, Tracy Vick is, is her birthday. And so happy birthday to those that had their birthday yesterday, today, and then happy anniversary to Chad and Savannah. And uh, looking forward to being with you today and God's word. And uh, we have one word of the day. And this song has a little bit of something to do with it, but it's a good song. I know you'll enjoy it. This song is Fill My Cup, Lord. It's in our hymn book, and uh, we have Golden State Baptist College singing it for you. And so listen, I hope it'll be a blessing to you. Like the woman at the well I was seeking things that could not satisfy but then I heard my Savior speaking draw from my well that never shall run dry there are millions in this world who are craving the
Hope you enjoyed that song and uh, the the title is fill my cup lord and uh, really our word of the day is a synonym to that word cup and uh, we're gonna we're gonna read that word in the scriptures today if you would if you have your bible take it out to acts chapter 9. acts chapter 9 is where i'll be reading and uh, chapter identification here tells us that this is the chapter of saul's conversion right he's on the damascus road on his way to Damascus, when he's uh, gloriously converted, uh, Christ uh, appears to him uh, from the sky, and uh, just an incredible passage and testimony that the Apostle Paul has at this very moment. But we have after he uh, sees uh, Jesus, and then he is blinded, he's led uh, to Damascus, and we're picking up in verse number 10. I'm, I'm going to read a few verses here. The Bible says, And there was a certain disciple at Damascus named Ananias. And to him said the Lord in a vision, Ananias, and he said, Behold, I am here, Lord. And the Lord said unto him, Arise and go into the street, which is called Straight, and inquire in the house of Judas for one called Saul of Tarsus. Tarsus. For behold, he prayeth, and he hath seen in a vision a man named Ananias coming in and putting his hand on him that he might receive his sight. Then Ananias answered, Lord, I have heard by many of this man, how much evil he hath done to thy saints at Jerusalem. And here he hath authority from the chief priest to bind all that call on thy name. But the Lord said unto him, Go thy way, for he is a chosen, and what's that next word? A chosen vessel unto me, to bear my name before the Gentiles and kings and the children of Israel. For I will show him how great things he will suffer for my, for my name's sake. We have that word there, vessel. And not just a vessel, but a chosen vessel. Now we understand that the Apostle Paul, before he got saved, he was a murderer. Man, so much evil was done by one man. He had authority by the high priest to lock up and to throw in jail Christians and to try to quench the testimony that, uh, that Christ is risen and that Christ saves. Well, uh, then he was gloriously saved and uh, did a complete 180. And now we have uh, Paul, Paul, who was then called Saul, uh, is now going to be meeting with Ananias, who would uh, give him his sight. The only problem is Ananias had heard of his reputation. He thought, no way can this man who's done... Lord, do you understand how much evil has been spoken of by this man? And the Lord said, well, I know, uh, but I've chosen him. He is a chosen vessel, and he is going to be preaching Christ to the Gentiles and to kings and to the nation of Israel. And so we have today, our really thought of the day is this word vessel. What does it mean? What does it mean to be a vessel? God told Paul here, uh, before he became Paul, Saul, uh, that he was a chosen vessel. Well, that word vessel, it simply means something 
containing something, right? We have a container. You can think of uh, maybe a baggie, a Ziploc baggie, or you can think of those uh, rubber-made containers that you store food in, uh, but it contains something. And for us to be a vessel, for, for us as Christians, we do contain something. You know what we contain? We, well, we contain the Holy Spirit inside our hearts. Uh, we, we contain the gospel, and that gospel is to overflow. And for us, we're supposed to be messengers giving out the gospel to every creature. But the, the, th the thought of today is this. What kind of vessel are we? Now, Saul, he is a chosen vessel. And God already made it known to him that he's going to suffer a lot for his namesake. But for us as Christians, how, how is our vessel? Is our vessel clean? Is our vessel dirty? Is our vessel ready to be used of God to the capacity of being a witness and a testimony for him? I talked to the teens yesterday in Sunday school about this thought, and it's in our Sunday school series, um, Let's Get to Work is the title of the series, and is dealing with our personal testimony. We all have a personal testimony. The Bible says a good name is rather to be chosen than great riches and loving favor rather than silver and gold. We all have a reputation, and that reputation is, is really what could help or can hinder the gospel. I, I said and mentioned to our teens today, one of the, uh, uh, yesterday, one of the points was a personal testimony can help or hinder the gospel. An exemplary Christian life is a mighty benefit in evangelism. Think about it. If we had, and I talked about it today in, on the uh, Monday morning live broadcast, but uh, we had, if we had a vessel, if we had a cup and it had our favorite drink in it, uh, for many of us here in the South, it'd be sweet tea. And I'm talking about the sweet tea, you put a pound of sugar in it, and the, uh, the consistency is more like a syrup, right? And the thicker, the better. Um, but uh, I've, I've heard from several folks that um, Sonic has good sweet tea. I've heard from others that Bojangles has good sweet tea. But obviously, we all understand that the best, home, uh, the, the best sweet tea is homemade sweet tea. Well, let's just think about it for a moment. If we have sweet tea and we were to, to have it given to us, and uh, whether it's from Sonic or Bojangles or whether it's uh, just a homemade, and someone grabs that cup and fills up the sweet tea and hands it to you, and you take that and you look down and you see dirt around the brim, and you see floaties in there, and you have no idea what's swimming around with your sweet tea that was just freshly poured for you. Well, I think all of us would have a second thought of, I don't think I... I know I love sweet tea. I know I'm thirsty right now, but I don't think I want to drink this because the cup is dirty. You know, that's exactly what our, our, our testimony can play in, into effect of being a witness for Christ. If we have a, a, a dirty vessel, if our life does not properly exemplify Christ and doesn't properly portray what Christ is and what being a Christian is all about, Nobody's going to want to drink of, of the gospel. Nobody's going to want to have that desire to know Christ through us if they see that we're not living a life that's glorifying to God. You know, I, I told our teens, I said, you know, if, if you were to tell some of your friends that you're a Christian, would they be shocked? If you were to go and, and you were to, to talk to them about Christ, would, would, they, would they think, are you serious? You're a Christian? Um, I, I, I would have never guessed. And so we have to think about that as well in our life. We're vessels for God, and, and we have a personal testimony. It, it could help, but it could also hinder our, our means of being able to share Christ with somebody else. What a powerful thought that is. It's a humbling thought to me. Man, am I living my life to where I, I have a vessel that's clean, 
that can be used for God. I was at Starbucks uh, about a year ago. We were coming back from uh, a teen retreat at Lake Waccamaw, and we had stopped into Starbucks. I thought, you know what? I, I was driving uh, our van, and I thought, you know what? I, I could really use a good Starbucks coffee, and that would just uh, give me the energy uh, that I need to get home and so I can stay alert on the roads. And so we went in there, and, and I ordered my favorite uh, latte there, the iced caramel latte, and I thought, you know what? This is going to be so good. It's going to be great. And uh, they made the drink, and they set it on the counter, and uh, they then I grab my straw. Now they have the straw, the, the, the lids now where you don't need a straw, but I, I like a straw with, uh, with my coffee. And so I, I put that in there and, and uh, I took a sip and I couldn't wait. I mean, I, I was ready for the coffee and uh, I, 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 I drank it in, or drank it, whatever that, uh, the, the right term is uh, or tense is. And all of a sudden I had the, the coffee in my mouth, but there was also something else in there. I thought, this is not good. I have no idea. I have no idea what I what I just. Uh, I didn't swallow it yet, but I I just sucked it up into my mouth, and I, I I'm like I'm thinking I maybe I maybe I didn't take off the paper uh, on the straw. Maybe I was just so so ready for that drink. I didn't take all the paper off, and maybe there's just a paper wad in there. And I I took it out of my mouth, and and I looked at it, and it was black. I thought, good night. I have no idea what this is, but it looks disgusting. And I'm looking further, and there's some legs on it. And I thought, this is a fly. This is a fly. And it's one of those green iridescent ones where it's just, you know, the nasty ones. And that somehow had landed in my drink or was in the straw or somehow. And I thought, you know what? <laughs> I think I've lost my appetite. I, I, I Obviously, I, I told them about it and they got me a new drink. But even with the new drink, I thought, you know what? I, I just don't know if I can drink any more coffee today. It's just ruined it. Um, but, you know, I think... And uh, bringing this back to our application today, I think that's the danger of we could be just like that fly in my Starbucks drink. When we're trying to share the gospel with someone and uh, you know how good it is, taste and see that the Lord is good. And and you want them to know uh, how Jesus saves and how they can have a home in heaven, but yet you've allowed the flaws of, uh, uh, to come in and, and uh, maybe you're not living like you should and, and maybe there's some, some dirt on the cup, if you will. And it's turning them off of Christ because of the personal testimony that we have. And uh, I, I, I'm not uh, for you know the, the all just lifestyle evangelism, uh, but, but yet um, I, I think it's true that we ought to be ambassadors for Christ, and we ought to be clear ambassadors for Christ. There shouldn't be any second guessing. Uh, there should be a difference. Uh, if you're in the workplace, people should notice that you have some kind of joy uh, that's inside of you that that's not normal. You should have something different about you that says, you know what, that person's different, not the weird kind of different, but that person's different, and, and I, I, I want what they have. I, I don't know what it is, but I want what they have, and then they ask about it, and then you can tell them about Christ. Wouldn't that be awesome if, if that was the case? And so today, our, our word of the day is vessel, and not just a vessel, but we are a chosen vessel, just like Paul was. We are a chosen vessel vessel. We're ministers of the gospel as appointed to bear the glad news of salvation to others. So our simple thought today is this. Let's make, uh, let's make sure that we are vessels unto honor and not unto dishonor. Let's make sure that our vessels are clean, our lives are clean, so that we can properly portray Christ to a lost and dying world. That's the thought today. I hope it's a help to you. And we'll join you again tomorrow at the same time. Thank you for joining us on The Winning Side. Oh.
Yes, I'm on the winning side. Thank you for joining us today on the Winning Side Podcast with Jeremy Coburnett, pastor of Victory Baptist Church in Roanoke Rapids, North Carolina. If today's episode encouraged you in your Christian life, would you consider sharing this daily podcast with a friend, a neighbor, maybe a family member, or a coworker? We are grateful for your help in spreading the good news of Jesus Christ. If we can ever be a help to you in any way, please let us know by calling or texting us at 252-308-4600. Thanks again for listening today, and we look forward to having you join us again next time on The Winning Side Podcast with Jeremy Coburnett.